Stephanie Schaefer, and you're listening to the North Star Narrative, a podcast from North Star Academy. I want to thank you for joining us. I hope you're encouraged, challenged, and motivated by what you learned today. Enjoy the story. Hey, everybody. So glad to hang out with you again as we're discussing some of our big themes at North Star Academy this year, our 25th year. We've talked a little bit about community and rest and vulnerability, and now we're talking about celebration because it's our 25th year. We have a lot to celebrate about North Star Academy, but we're not just talking about North Star Academy today. I want to talk about celebration in general. What does that look like? Is it important? If so, why is it important? How do we do it well? Um, why is it that so often we forget to celebrate? And when we do celebrate, what does that do for us physically? What does that do with our communities that we're involved in? There's so much about celebration. I could probably talk for a long time, but we will try to keep it really short. Going to share some thoughts that I have, some things we do have to celebrate on a daily basis in our lives, but also where we work, like North Star Academy. And then we're going to look at some scripture, and I've even got a really good testimony from one of our teachers that she's been walking through lately, um, just to answer the question, how do you celebrate when you just don't feel like it? When you're walking through a really hard time, dark time, how do you celebrate? Can you even? Is it possible? Is it okay to do that? So lots and lots of questions and lots of fun. So one of the first things that come to mind when I think about celebrating our birthdays. That's a big thing that most people probably celebrate each year, unless you're getting so old, you don't want to talk about that number. Um, but that might involve cake lots of times, balloons. Um, and then, of course, Christmas in my family. You know, we give gifts to one another. We celebrate King Jesus and the coming of him and all that he has done. And then Easter his resurrection, and how we get to celebrate that this life is not all. He has gone to prepare a place for us, and He's going to come back and get us. And so those are just the first few celebrations um, that I think of when I think about birthdays, parties, and just having lots of fun um, with our family, with our friends. But celebration does not have to be saved to something major, like even you know, graduation um, from school, that should be a huge party and celebration, but we're not always having huge events or holidays, you know, all the time. So what does it look like to celebrate on a daily basis? And for me, I think celebration is all wrapped up in gratefulness and thankfulness because it causes us to stop and look around and be present in the moment. And we have talked on the podcast a lot about being present in the moment, a lot about thankfulness. And to me, that is really what celebration is. Um, I think the reason we don't stop and celebrate is because we're just so busy or we're so wrapped up in ourselves or what is happening that we're not really being present and pressing into what's happening and looking around at all the people that we have to be thankful for, the communities that we're in, and just the many things that we get to be a part of and see and experience that God's created for us every day. So the first step, I think, is to stop and say, hey, we can really celebrate each day, each moment. And I think about a scripture that comes to mind is Psalms 118.24. You might know this one. This is the day that the Lord 
has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Um, and there's lots of scripture focused around rejoicing and just praising God for who he is. And so when we wake up in the morning, we can really say thank you, God, for whatever's coming because we know what's coming is good because he is good, even if it doesn't feel good. We've talked about suffering on the podcast too in the past and how he uses that to change us, make us more like him, to glorify him. And so we can celebrate in the good and the bad. But celebrating wins. It doesn't have to be some big win. It can be smaller wins. Maybe like for me, I've got this exercise bike, stationary bike, and I just want to get on it every day and exercise for like an hour and feel so great afterwards. But that is hard to realistically do that every day. So like this morning, I said, okay, I'm going to do 10 minutes, which sounds so small to people that work out a lot, and then five-minute stretch afterwards. So I did it, and I celebrated that, even though it was so small compared to what I think in my mind maybe I should be doing. I stopped and said, you know what? I'm going to celebrate that. And guess what that did for me? Even thinking about it now puts a smile on my face it increases just the happy hormones, endorphins in our in our brain and that go to our you know our body physically. It makes me think, wow, I actually had a goal and I accomplished it. Small, but who cares? I accomplished it, so I celebrate that. And then now I can go do it again another day. So celebrating wins, no matter how small or big they are, I think it brings um, better productivity. It gives you a better outlook. You become optimistic. And when you celebrate with others, then you're all doing that together in a community. And so you're going to encourage one another and it's going to spur one another on, especially if you have people, you know, that work for you. If you're in a leadership role, um, to take time and celebrate people and their accomplishments, what they've done, just the fact that they're here. I try to say that a lot. Maybe I write a note or a card or a little message like, I'm just so thankful for you to have you on this team that God has you here. Just celebrating a person, a person's birth, like the birthdays, um, just celebrating, hey, this is another year that God's given you and you're phenomenal. And I just praise God for you and the fact that you get to shine for Him and you do that so well. But just celebrating people and in the moment it doesn't have to be anything major they've done, just that they're here and they're with us. And we can do that in our families. Um, like this morning, we had breakfast all together. That's really hard to do in the mornings. We're all running and running late um, a lot of times. But today, my husband fixed breakfast. And so we all three were at the table eating. And I was like, wow, let's celebrate this, that we have time to actually sit here and be present, and not be rushed. So it's something small, but you know what that does? It makes me think, that was such a special time that I want to do it again. So celebration, I think, is going to lead to more wins. The fact that we sat together at the table today, that was a win. And it makes me want to win more in that area, being present, being with one another. And so as we sat there and celebrated together, that bonded us together um, even more and created more unity and hopefully they feel the same way and they want to meet back up again tomorrow morning. And it's going to make me want to do, okay, get up earlier, whatever I need to do to get back to that moment um, where we can do it again and celebrate. So celebration produces gratitude in our hearts um, for God and who He is and what He's done. It takes just the pressures off, I think, of 
of the daily life and says, hey, let me step back for a moment and see where there are, there are wins. And so it takes that stress off, um, releases that stress, releases maybe some of the negativity. It creates an opportunity for conversation and activity with others and excitement with others and hopefully laughter. Laughter is so good. God's word says it's like good medicine, right? When you laugh, I mean, it physically changes your body. When you smile, there's physical changes that happen in your body. You can just practice it now. If you're driving in the car, whatever you're doing, I mean, you could frown and then you could smile. And what does it do? Your spirit changes from a frown to a smile. It physically gives you excitement in your heart, in your mind. And it's just really cool um, how God created our bodies that way. So awesome. And so, you know, just taking that time to come together with other people and thanking God for who He is, is great and awesome. It also gives us a time to reflect either by ourselves, maybe you're in a journal writing down the things you want to celebrate, or maybe with other people, whether it's your family or employees at work. Um, you get to take some time to reflect on what did we accomplish? How did we do it? Uh, what strengths were I able to use? Why do I feel more confident now after that? Um, is there anything that can change next time? You know, what was this journey like? And I love reflecting and just thinking about North Star Academy in our 25th year. There are so many things to reflect on. So I think as you celebrate, you're looking at the past. Maybe it was just 10 minutes ago when I got off that bike or you know, four hours ago when we had breakfast together, or maybe it's 24 years ago when, you know, North Star Academy was founded and all the missionaries that were able to stay on the field and translate God's word into a new language for another people group that need to hear about God. So it's reflecting back and looking at all the things that God has accomplished through you and through the others that are part of your team. Some of the things about North Star Academy, I recently sat down with two different groups here and we just talked about why do we love North Star Academy? What does North Star have to offer? And so just using that time to reflect was incredible. And it gets me even more excited. But everything seemed to center around, we have real relationships here. We are not just an online program. That's not who we are. We are a school, a real school with a real community. And real relationships are happening between students and teachers, between our faculty and staff between students and students, between parents and our faculty. It's just so fun. Our alumni that have gone on um, to do amazing things for God, they're still interacting with us. We're interacting with them. Just so very thankful for our community here and the relationships that God has formed over all these years. There are so many opportunities for connections. We are mission-minded. There's global interactions and exposure that is happening. There's preparation for the real world happening here. We are connected. We are a community. There is life-giving support happening here. We are a total package. It's not just about the education, but there's a bigger picture happening here. There's a full school experience right from the comfort of wherever you are. We have passionate, high-quality teachers interacting with students and really looking for ways to pour into their lives. Something else to celebrate is that we write 80% of our courses prayerfully and purposefully. They allow our students to gain wisdom and knowledge, but more than that, they're personalized, they're Christ-centered, 
growth is happening in the entire process from the courses being built to the student interacting and experiencing with the content. We are intentional about Christ-centered instruction. That is to be celebrated. That is to be praised that God is at the center of everything we do. You don't just try to throw a scripture verse into a subject area. No, Jesus is already in every subject area. He created everything. So we go with our students into an area, into a topic, into a book, and we find him. Where is he? What is he saying about himself? What is he saying about this world he has created? What is he saying about me and how I interact with him and other people? So, so, so much to be celebrated in that area of where our students are experiencing Christ and what it means to begin to shine for him. We have been meeting individual needs wherever students are and listening to feedback, making adjustments. We are still growing even after 25 years. I told you I get really excited. These are just a few things to be celebrating at North Star. Our school spirit is increasing every year. Our community is increasing every year. We have academic advisors and people that will sit with our students and walk them through hard, difficult times. We have a spiritual life director. We have really good safety. We have a safety team here that cares for our students and are looking for ways to keep our kids safe. We have transparency in all that we do. You know, you go into a brick and mortar school and the students go in. The parents don't go into the classroom. They don't know exactly what the students are getting taught every day. Here at North Star, parents can go into all of the material. They see everything that is being taught. And so there's full access for parents. That's really cool if you think about it. And it really sets us apart from other schools. So to me, North Star can be celebrated because we are phenomenal in many, many ways. So this year, celebrating is one of the things we're doing at North Star Academy, and we're looking for ways to do that. I'm so excited that we're going to get to have a faculty and staff retreat where everybody can come together and just celebrate this really cool year. Um, we're celebrating our teachers and staff that have been here for a really long time. We have two, Mrs. Susan Cox and Mrs. Cheryl Clinker, This is their 25th year. They have been here from the beginning. How cool is that? We have others that have been here 22 years and um, so many. The longevity of the faculty and staff here is incredible because it is a great community. And when you get here, you really don't want to leave. There's so much here for you to be a part of. So celebration brings us together, gives us something to look at and glorify God together. It gives us lots of positive interactions and it broadens our thinking and gives us more mental space. Because you know, when you get really busy or stressed, it just feels like there's no more space. I can't fit anything in there. But when we stop and celebrate, that mental space gets bigger and it's really cool. Okay, another verse, Philippians 4, love Philippians 4, 4, when it says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. So when you're celebrating, you are rejoicing. Psalms 150 verses 1 through 6 says, praise the Lord, praise God in his sanctuary, praise him in his mighty heavens, praise him for his mighty deeds, praise him according to his excellent greatness, praise him with trumpet sound, praise him with lute and harp, praise him with tambourine and dance, praise him with strings and pipe. Praise Him with sounding cymbals. Praise Him with loud clashing cymbals. Wow. He loves to be praised. And 
it's not just for his benefit. It's for ours too. And that's what we're talking about with celebrating. When we're praising the Lord, our eyes leave ourselves and our circumstances and move to him. And he is so great and mighty and worthy to be praised. And as we do that, his joy fills us up. His peace takes place. It, it moves everything out and it fills us up. And more trust is built. So as we celebrate him, as we're remembering him and his promises and what he's done, that trust and faith in him grows. That is huge. And so I just encourage you to get in the word. Look for more scripture about celebrating and how you can do it and why we should do it. And let your mouth be filled with God's praise, declaring his splendor all day long. That's Psalms 71, 8. And then I love Psalm 16, 2. It says, I say to the Lord, you are my God. Apart from you, I have no good thing. And so celebrating, we're recognizing, hey, these skills and gifts maybe that I have, my team has, that we're able to accomplish this, we work together, they come from him and they are for him. And so always remembering to turn that celebration time to him, looking to him. And so I told you we're going to ask a question, how do you celebrate when you just don't feel like it, that might be a lot of times. Things that we're walking through that are hard and difficult, we don't understand, maybe we're mad or just sad, a hard time. Um, how do we How do we celebrate? And I just spoke with one of our teachers, been keeping in contact with her this past week because she lost her father unexpectedly. Mrs. April Meyer, she said I could share her name with you and and tell you a little bit about it. I communicated with her by email every time until today we finally met um, face-to-face in Teams. But let me tell you, the email with her was just like meeting face-to-face because her words so glorified Christ, so exemplified His love and His peace and His joy. It was like I was right with her. And so we emailed back and forth several times. And each time, you know, she she made it clear that she is grieving, that she was sad, and this is hurting her, you know, a sudden death. But every time she made more of Christ than her own pain, she celebrated her dad and his life and knowing that he's with Jesus and that he's not in pain and that his life here was great and that her and her family could celebrate that during their times together. So that's difficult. That's really hard. But to see someone, even when they're going through a really tough time, to still say, hey, I have great peace. I have great joy. I can celebrate my dad that he's with Jesus, even though I'm in pain here without him. Um, so she didn't just look at her own circumstances and her own hurt, but she looked and said, hey, let me be present in this moment. Let me press into what's happening and let me celebrate God's goodness that he's with my dad. And um, I just love talking with her today because that same smile and attitude and everything just came across and she's just always so encouraging. And so, I just think about that. You know, it's not that she threw a party and was jumping up and down because this happened, but she was able to say, I know that God is good. And because of that, God gave her great joy and peace in the midst of this hard time. But I just think that's a perfect example. So there's lots of hard things that you might have already gone through or you're in the middle of or you're about to go through and you don't even know it yet. But I just say, let's take heart in who Christ is, that he is our king and he is doing a good work, and we can just stop and say, hey, I'm going to celebrate, even if it's really hard. That's not something that is easy, not saying that at all. I'm sure it was very, very hard for Mrs. Meyer, and she probably had times that 
it was a struggle maybe to even get out of bed. And that's okay because that's where we are and we're human and we have feelings and it's tough. But that's why we have a community to come around one another, to pray for one another, to lift one another up. And I'm so glad that Mrs. Meyer had that community here and people were praying for her and lifting her up. So I celebrate Mrs. Meyer today and the faith that God has given her and just the smile that's always on her face and the laughter that's always in her heart, even in really difficult times. So today, I just take time to say thank you, God, for everyone that's getting to listen today and that you are speaking to them because anytime we lift up your word and share it, you're speaking, God. And so I just thank you for that. And I thank you for just how good you are and how good you are to us. And I celebrate what is to come at North Star Academy this year and all the celebrating that we're going to get to do. Help us do that well, God. Help us be faithful in that, to look to you, to point to you, to reflect, to have gratitude in our hearts, which causes smiles on our faces, which releases the stress and brings just optimism and hope for the future. Celebration brings hope, connection, and teamwork. And God, I just pray for everyone that's listening that they will stop now and celebrate you and what's around them and how you're working. They'll celebrate with their family tonight, maybe at the dinner table, or their friends tomorrow at lunch. And they will take time to turn off technology, to turn off their brains, and to truly celebrate who you are and who you've made them to be. Because you're a good, good God. Thank you, Jesus. All right, that's a little bit about celebration. I would love to hear if you've got any comments, ways that you love to celebrate. That was just really quick. There are tons more things we could have talked about, but I just want to spend a few moments wrapping up this little series about resting in the Lord, trusting in Him, and building community through vulnerability, and then celebrating God's goodness in all the things and people we have around us. So go celebrate!